Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today is Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith today. Yeah, today we're uh, we're back into, we got a little five-part series going on here with uh, the things that in faith that we need to be sure about. Right. Um, uh, the kind of idea here is there's oftentimes that as we um, come to faith, particularly for people who come to faith later, uh, later in life when you're kind of working through thought processes and responses and it's kind of like a, a bit more of a thinking experience rather than an emotional experience, right? Like lots of mm, kids, see, yep. lots of kids learn these things that we're talking about as they grow up in the church. If you right. come to faith later in life, you, this is full meal deal. You, you got to figure all these things out kind of all at once. Well, it could be overwhelming. And so first was we went through and talked about how we're sure that we're saved. Right. Um, and it's that preaching our gospel to our, to the, the gospel to ourselves, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that we understand and, and, and know who Christ is, what he did, what it cost him, how that affects us, all of those kinds of things. Uh, being sure that God actually hears our prayers and answers them. Right. Um, and the way that God hears our prayers and answers them and the way that um, we can pray. So we went mm-hmm. through some, some things there. Um, our last one that we did was uh, knowing that we have the victory in, in uh, our, our daily battle with sin mm-hmm. and temptation, right? So we yeah. talked about, about that and how that all works. Um, one of the ones that, that trips a lot of people up is just how does forgiveness work? Right. Is that what we're talking about today? Forgiving forgiveness. forgiveness mm. And just being sure that you're forgiven. Yeah. And that you can, because you're forgiven, actually forgive. Yes. Because that's oftentimes yes. really hard for people. Well, because as well. unless you fully understand why you're forgiven and that you are forgiven, it can be hard to forgive other people. Oh, totally. Totally. Because yes. mm-hmm. it's really easy for us to uh, hold our hurts. Yes pretty closely and it's hard sometimes if the hurts are deep or or the wounds were from someone who was callous especially if if we had good relationship with them and it hurt us deeply yes it's hard to let those go sometimes because because we're uh we're a hammer rabbit code kind of people (laughs) you took my (laughs) eye i'm taking your eye right and you well that whole we want want that vengeance and justice and and if you if you don't really believe that just look at the movies that make the most money. Right, or the TV there's, shows. There's that always, watch. it's always about vengeance. Yeah. I shouldn't say always. Some of them are romantic comedies that could you know, <laughs> maybe cease to exist. Oh, okay. Uh, but <laughs> some of the, a lot of them are about vengeance no, and a justice. Lot of them and, are. you yes. know, like you did, you did. Somebody wrong. was wronged. Somebody, somebody made it right and, and all as well. It right. So, yeah. So today we're going to, we're going to talk about forgiveness. So good. I love it. Uh, first one and, and I've got it in front of me, so I'm not going to make you go searching for this one, but it's uh first John uh, chapter one, verse nine. If we confess our mm. sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all, all unrighteousness, unrighteousness, right? I could have just said that one. I have that one memorized. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I read it, so we're good. You read it well. Um, yeah, and <laughs> and here's the the, the reality. Um, we become believers. We follow Christ. We repent of our sin. And, uh, you know, if you were like me, you, 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 
you had that experience in a, uh, on a youth group trip on a <laughs> bus ride and you have this emotional high and you wake up the next day and you're still the same despicable person, right? Mm. You still think the same way. You still act the same way. You still say and do the same things. You still react and the same way. You still react the same way and you're like, well, I gave my heart to Jesus last night and I acknowledged who he is. He revealed himself to me. Any of the ways that you want to say it, and that's a theological conversation for a different podcast. Yes. But yeah. you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I'm the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm still sinning. <laughs> I thought I thought this was supposed to stop. I thought this was all over and I'm done, right? And the reality is we're going to keep on failing. We're going to keep on sinning right to the day you die. Um, everybody has that capacity and yeah. everybody lives with that reality. And here is the, you know, the, the first John one nine uh, thing is if we're going to continue to have sin as an issue in our lives and we're going to continue to have that reality happening, what are we called to do? What does first John one nine tell us? Confess our sins. We confess. <laughs> confess. You got to fess up to what you've done, yeah. right? We make every little kid that ever gets in trouble, what do the parents ask them? What did you do? <laughs> and we then want... if, you're, if you're lucky, they tell you the truth, but yeah. little children don't always tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, little children uh. don't often tell you the truth. We were fortunate enough. We have three, so you could <laughs> take the offender and sit them down and the offendee and sit them down and the witness and the witness, sit them down, yeah. and you could get the story out of all three of them. And... Unless the witness was the daughter who didn't want to pick sides and yeah. hurt anybody's feelings, so she just remained Switzerland in all occasions. Yeah. <laughs> All occasions, she stayed silent for money. No, 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 not money. <laughs> no, not money. Okay, maybe not quite Switzerland. Okay, it was just like a little bit of a. <laughs> yeah, uh, which, by the way, uh, we've got people in Switzerland that have been listening. So yeah, thanks exciting. for joining us on yeah. the journey, and uh, hopefully that joke didn't offend you. I um, loved Switzerland when I was there. <laughs> I loved it. I was in yeah. Zurich. She got to go. A long time ago. I yeah. did not because I didn't even know her then. Well, I did know you then, but I was wasn't like, on the oh, trip. you did know me I did, there. I was not on the trip with you because we weren't even married yet. Um, so right. God wants us to confess our sins, right? And, and, and so take your best stab at it because mm-hmm. I only have from this verse. Okay. What do you think confess means? Well, with confession, there's usually an implied verbal speaking. Yeah. Like you're so we have, speaking. Yeah, I have admit. Admit, I you, like that. You have confessed, I you know, verbally, verbally say it, admit our sins. Mm. What, what, what do we do then? So I go, okay, I, I robbed the liquor store. What do I do now? Well, you have to go to a person that hears it. You have to tell someone. Yeah, and possibly live with the repercussions. Yes, the consequence. So there's, there's, there's some confess it mm. and then maybe some repentance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, what you're saying. So in my mind, see here. That is true. Confessing and repenting. Confessing, I always put them hand in hand. You're, if you're if you're confessing, you're repenting. Well, yeah, but not everybody does that. I guess some people like to say, "Oh, I did this." It was again. me, but I'm not sorry. I, or, did, I did this again, I but would, I'm planning to do it again. Yeah, tonight. I would do it again, and I will continue to do it. Yeah. But yes, so I some did people do don't that. repent. Okay, right? that's fair. And then I guess I never if, thought of that. If actually. we confess and we repent, what is the implied idea here that we should then do? Like make it right, or maybe not do it again. Oh, I see. I'm right? like, I don't know what you're. I Turn around, mind. right? So, so <laughs> yeah. I think meaning like confession means that we're we're admitting our sin, we're okay. repenting of it, which is yes, that that important. process of of whether there's restitution or 
there's some kind of uh, process where we we you know confess to someone else, live with the repercussions of it. All of those kinds of things you may have to talk to somebody else and like admit your guilt to them. Right. right? I well, told, I, I told think stories instance, about you. I did something that hurt you. Whatever. Yeah. And then you have this covenanting to not do it anymore. We're going right. to try Right. Implied or unimplied, I guess. Well, you're, you're either saying this to God. If you're, or you're repenting, you're turning people. from, that's the idea of turning from your yeah, sin. You're so turning away. Confessing and repenting. Although here, I do, I think this is implied to Jesus, right? Oh, yeah, you're confessing for sure. your sin to Jesus. That is the who. For you're sure. repenting of your sin to Jesus. And yeah. that is, Our sin is always against Jesus. Always, yes. But often, there's it a does victi- affect. There's a victim yes. or an effect. Like if I sin against yeah. you, I am also sinning against Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But when I But if when you sin I against Jesus, you're not necessarily sinning against me. Right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we're on the same page. It's good. It's good. So we admit <laughs> our sin, repent, turn away. Um, and in the act of forgiving, what is God in the verse? What in, uh, What's God? God's role? Cleanse us. Forgive us and cleanse us. Yeah. Make yeah. us clean. Cleanses, from all unrighteousness. Forgives us, purifies us. Mm. Uh, God beautiful is dis- imagery. God is, God is described as faithful and just. Mm-hmm. When we're unfaithful and unjust, mm. God is faithful and just. I and love, he forgives and purifies. Yeah, I love the image. I don't know. I work in a school. So we often have science people come in, the last school that I went. So then they would do like, you know, they're wowing us. But I love this imagery as in how Jesus cleanses us. So, you know, you mm-hmm. put all of the colors in the jar. And it's just this disgusting, dark color. <laughs> and then, I don't even know, because I'm not a sciencey person, but they pour this this clear liquid into it, and then it just makes everything clear. Yeah. You know, like it takes Bleach. all of the stain. All I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what it's it is. It's got to be some sort of a chemical reaction or something. No, I didn't, yeah. But anyways, I love that imagery, just how we are so murky and dark and this ugly color. And then Jesus enters in and just cleanses us just... and makes us pure. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is like that, and and um, uh, I mean, there's more. There's more to that, but that's exactly yes. <laughs> what that is, right? Right. Uh, unfortunately, the biblical imagery of the purification is yes. the refining fire, and the, I know a little bit more melting painful. and so. the burning off <laughs> of the imperfections. It's it's not as. I mean, it's still awe inspiring. It's, it's yeah, it, no, <laughs> it, it is more and, painful. And what does that whole process do? It adds mm. value to. Mm-hmm the the object because right. as we're like purified and, silver, and yeah. we become more and more Christ-like sanctified is the theological word yes as we get you know transformed into the image of Christ mm-hmm. it's we we become more and more like the true treasure yes right? yes um, we don't also that. beautiful image yeah, yeah. Um, so if you you got that are you there in in First John chapter yes, one sir. There's two verses on either side, 8 and 10. Okay. If we so. say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Then verse 9 happens. Then verse 10 says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Yeah. So. I didn't read verse 9. Did you want me to nope, read that again? No, no. no. Okay. Either side. What does John say there that we need to understand about ourselves and sin? If we have sin... Well, if we lie to ourselves. If we say we have no sin, we're lying. We're just yeah. straight up lying to ourselves. Yeah, so we need to, be, <laughs> we need to tell the truth. There's no truth in us. So yeah, right. we need to tell the truth. Yeah. And if we say that we have not sinned, like I, I'm not sinned. I'm a good person. I don't sin. Well, then we make Jesus a liar and his word is not in us. So we do not belong to him. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we need to be truthful about we, our sin. We that's, need to that's be the whole bottom the, line, guys. The whole the bottom <laughs> line here is, um, you know, tell him what he already I, knows. Yeah, <laughs> you are sinful, and I've used this. I this <laughs> this little story. It's super quick. Oh no, not the toddler again. The toddler the every time. <laughs> okay, you like, love that story. I Did know. our kids do that? Like I. It's yeah, hundred percent. I do remember one. Of them. I won't name them, but I do remember one specifically. Yeah, no, hundred percent. That's <laughs> that's the that's the first lie. Uh-huh. I'm I'm positive of it that almost everybody on the face of the earth tells. Doesn't matter culture. Doesn't matter language. Doesn't matter anything. And that is a well, little toddler <laughs> is going to be in the process of being potty trained, and you've got a diaper on them, and you're thinking you're getting somewhere and then they are coming out of the corner with the uh, wide leg spread waddle, uh, waddle. because and it smells and bad the and you smell. say as a parent did you mess in your diaper <laughs> and they look at you with their loving little eyes and they say no. no and you know that they're lying to you and you know that you've never taught them how to lie and you know that yeah. there is a mess that you're going to clean up and you know that for some reason deep inside of that little brain and heart they looked at their parent and said, I don't trust you in this moment. Or I'm feeling I shame. I'm feeling guilt. Yeah. I'm feeling shame. Yeah. I'm feeling remorse. I'm not going to be truthful in this moment. I'm going to tell a lie. And you realize that you're raising a little heathen. A little heathen. Right? They, a the, little liar. The little liar. It <laughs> just comes out of them. And most of the time, if you have had kids that you've been raising and you think back on it, you didn't teach them how to lie, but they probably told you that lie. And it was probably early enough that there weren't many other lies that they could tell at that time. Well, right? there's not like, a lot of repercussions like, you can like do at that, at that, that age. Yeah, like at that, they, at that age, they're not stealing gum from the, no. the checkout <laughs> stand at the grocery store or, or, you know, whatever, beating somebody up on the playground. This is what they're doing, right? Like, they're, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the first place that yeah. we get. We, so then deceitful. as a parent, you gently yeah. clean them up. But you, put you on also new. begin to teach yes. right from there. Yes. Truth. 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 And that truth in the midst. And build trust. Truth in yeah. the midst of the of the sin is what actually sets us free from yes. that guilt. That's right. And the truth has to happen with God. Yes. And, but the truth also has to happen in the relationships that are affected here in the right. on earth, yes. right? No, that's so right. It's not just with God. So we have to be aware, John is saying here, we have if we have sin, we need to be truthful, or we have sin and we need yeah. to be truthful about it. Otherwise, we're calling God a liar. Hmm. And sin, uh, the sun is not in us mm-hmm. because sin is in us. Right. If sin is in us, the then sun he is, is not. not. Right. Right. Yep. Like now, if there's a battle being waged over sin, right, the sun is in the battle with us. Vacation is happening. But if we just give ourselves over to sin and unforgiving, mm-hmm. unrepentant yes. sin, yes, that's a big difference. We got a problem, sure. right? Right. So, okay, here is the question: Psalm uh, one thirty nine. Oh, that's a good one. Well, I mean, they're all good. <laughs> I memorized this one. My grade four teacher, I went to a Christian school uh, in grade four, and she made us memorize the entire Psalm 139. All right, well, good. Then what does verse 23 and 24 say? Oh, these are, these are beautiful. These are two of my favorite. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah. I would have said at the uh, NIV version. The NIV that's version what I says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in mm. me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Mm. This Good. idea that our attitude should be like, 
we should actually want to search ourselves and root out the sin, right? Yes. We, we, we should be exposed, our laying ourselves out before God and saying, have at me, like know me, lead mm. me, uh, take out the offensive ways, bring me into the way everlasting, bring me into mm-hmm. eternity with you. Um, there, you should, I want you to know. And <laughs> yeah, I love that it says, know my heart, mm. test me, and know my anxious thoughts. Yes. God, I want you to search me. And you're going to be anxious about it because you know he's going to find something. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the reality of it. He, he, yes. he knows that we have made but a mess in our diaper. The humbleness. Right? To yeah. say that. Like, search me. Like, I want you more than I want my sin. I want you more than I want to flee from how uncomfortable it might be well, for you to search me. I just, I want you. That's the wrestle. Yeah. Right? And, and that's the struggle. Yeah. Okay, if we go... 101 Psalms earlier, so Psalm 38. I was like, don't make me do the math because that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, not today. So oh, Psalm 38, not 138. 138. 38. We, we took 101. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> 101 off. I do not. 38, verse 18. <laughs> I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. Yeah, NIV is, I confess my iniquity. I'm troubled mm, I like by that. my I'm sin. Yeah, I, like that. I love the poeticness of the NIV, I, I will say. Like, I mean, the Bible. Is and that should Bible. be our attitude. Mm. Sin should bother us. It should. Like, it should... Disturb us. It should probably eat at you a little bit. Right. Um, you know, if you... If you can sin... Mm-hmm. Easily. And you're okay with it. Right. Right. That's... That's an issue. That's a, that's that's a, a hard, hard place to be, right? It's a hard right. place to be because your heart is obviously hardened and callous towards mm. God, towards Jesus, and then towards whoever is the 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 repercussion of, of your sin, right? Yeah. Like most sin in this world actually involves us hurting somebody else. Um, we're taking, that is true. We're taking something from somebody. Yeah. Or keeping something from somebody, right? It's one affecting of the, like, usually quite often. Somebody, um, and and that's a hard place to be. So we should have some some sorrow from for our sin. It should actually bother us. Um, and then uh, yeah. Pro- Proverbs. Can you flip over to Proverbs? For I sure Chapter twenty eight. I'm just making. Her, I'm going to make her go back and forth like this for a while. So should I just keep my fingers like in no, the middle here? No, no. I can, there's lots I can jump you back. Did you say twenty eight? Twenty eight. Oh. Proverbs twenty eight verse thirteen. 28 is not in my Bible. Hold on. <laughs> it's like the page is super stuck. I have 27 to 29. Yeah. We're breaking in a new Bible for Teresa. Ah, 28. We, I do love it. It's large yeah, print. It's large print. She, uh, she <laughs> likes large print. Okay, 28 verse. I'm sorry, I forgot. 28, 13. Oh, 13. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Yeah, there's a, there's a bucket full of stuff here, right? Oh, so much. So, oh, so like, when we confess our sin, we we need to forsake it and not hide Turn it. Turn from it, yeah. Turn it. from it. Renounce Reveal it. it and then yeah. leave it, walk and, away, and don't go back to it. But more than that, if we don't, hmm. we can expect it to be a little bit difficult in life. We're not right. going to prosper. Now, it doesn't say what prosper means. Right, I was just going to say. But it might not mean... It might well, mean relationships aren't great. It right. Might mean, it's not just money here. It's not yeah, necessarily not meaning necessarily you're just not just going to be money. rich. That's, a lot of people want to boil these things money. down to money. Yeah. Like, if right. I live the way God wants me to live, I'll be rich. Right. Nah, not necessarily. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are extremely faithful to God and they have hardly anything. 
uh, money wise, money wise, but they're yeah. wealthy in other areas, other ways, right? Yeah. So there's there's other graces that that uh, mm-hmm. that uh, God pours out on the people who strive to live in a way that glorifies and honors Him. And I mean, we were talking about it earlier today. Right. Um, this is Sunday afternoon. Um, I'm a pastor. Teresa and I have have lived a life of ministry where we've been in and out of churches in every conceivable way possible, full-time paid ministry, <laughs> That's a lovely way uh, of putting full-time it. like volunteer. Yeah. I've been part-time. I've been bivocational. Yeah. I've been co-vocational. Any way you want to describe it. It's I've, been done. It's been done. Um, but today, hmm. uh, uh, a generous brother in the church was preaching for me. Um, hmm. Uh, we live close to a Bible college, so I've got some Bible college professors that attend uh, the call or the the church. So uh, one of them was preaching for me, and and I was able to sit down, and I was able to watch my my wife lead worship with my daughter, and I watched my youngest son step up there and for the first time oh, pull out the so electric well. co- electric guitar and play, and, yeah. and our eldest son is at the back, and he's running the the tech and the the all of the equipment and doing all that and stuff. And literally making everything else happen that and, happens in the morning. And yeah. And I'm <laughs> sitting there going, this is good. Yeah. And it makes all of those years of struggling hmm. with maybe working hard at the gospel ministry in our lives and not having a whole lot of money. Right. Just not having enough. It really. Did, to today, it just doesn't matter. No. Because I no, got, I, I got an entire family loving yeah. Jesus and serving him with joy. I didn't have joy. to. I didn't have to bug anybody to do any of it. No. They just embraced it, and it's so good to see that. And you well, start to realize if you if you live a life polluted with sin, hmm. that might be the part that you don't prosper in. Right. Well, and we the result yes. of your relationships, the result of what you plant, and maybe not always, you reap but it what could you be. Sow, right. That's a biblical. That's a biblical concept and and so many times people want to like we just said boil right. it down to money and if it, so money we like give and give and give god will give back right very possible he could do that he could and Absolutely. he does that he does monetary but even people, more than sure. that you sow a sinful hmm. deceitful life hmm. you're gonna get a sinful deceitful reality Mm-hmm. because that's what you've been sowing. And we don't talk about that as much as we talk about the other one in church circles. Right. But the reality is, here is a verse that says, stomp out sin in your life. Mm-hmm. Your life will be one that is prospering in the eyes of God. Right. Which and is that really... Is, that is an incredible promise yeah. to realize that we have this, this promise that... We can prosper if we just confess right. ourselves. Well, and we were talking about this earlier, going like go back to our kids, and in those moments where ministry was hard, and we maybe wanted to quit, and we mm-hmm. were like, "God, we don't understand what you're doing. I I can't do this anymore." And and actually, throughout our life, there's been I think three key times. Um, where our kids have pointed us back to Jesus, yeah, where our kids yeah. have just like, <laughs> like, like pointed it out and, yeah. and just not confronted, but challenged it is, uh, us. It is, a, <laughs> it is a whole different kind of humbling. Yeah. When yeah. you are supposed to be the parent and the spiritual leader and your kid looks at you. Yeah. Your 15-year-old son looks at you. Your 15-year-old son and says, oh, so if we're not going to church because we're in between churches at the moment, do we only go to church because you get paid? Right. Or do we go because we love Jesus? Like you have be- always taught us. do we go because we love Jesus? So then you don't miss a Sunday. And, and that was because 
like honestly, it was because we had resigned at one church. Mm-hmm. We knew where we were going. Yeah. And what we have, we had like three weeks. No, 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 not in this case. This no. case, you had resigned from a very, very hard position oh, for the yeah, sake of I our marriage, for the sake of one. our children. So I had resigned. Mm-hmm. We knew what church we were going to go to, but it meant in changing churches. It was yes. in the town, and I was a pastor in the town, so it was going to be a little and bit we awkward. And we didn't we feel weren't called really, to leave the town, we, so we had It was a little bit town. different, but... <laughs> but a uh, situation. Yeah, he just looked at us, and he literally dragged himself, a 15-year-old kid drags himself out of bed, starts getting ready for church. The first Sunday after our last Sunday, that makes sense. And we were literally thinking, let's just take one week off. I, actually, no, I think I vocalized, like, I don't think I can go to church. Yeah, well, thanks for saying that, because it makes me feel better that you are at least taking... Oh, it's always me. I don't, (laughs) like, it's always me. But that's exactly (laughs) it, is is in that (laughs) moment, right? What did we have to do? We had a son call us out on... And let's not sugarcoat it. Our sin. Yeah. We wanted yeah. to take a rest. We didn't want to go. We didn't want to gather, do the normal worship. thing that we should. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I mean, when so you put it had, that way. So we had to forsake our sin mm-hmm. and do the right well, thing. Well, and in all and honesty, it's so good. It's like it's so good. It's so good and, and so humbling. But it was not easy. Fif- like I literally cried kid. in the pew because the church we had left was so difficult, and yeah. I was, you know, I needed to heal. I cried in that pew for three or four months, five months. Yeah. But I went. Yeah. And that was because, and, you and know, was when Jesus uses your kids to put your eyes back on him, it is a humbling, amazing, yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's good. It, I mean, it was good. That was a little digression there. And welcome to the... Uh, confe- the life of the, the McLean. Welcome to the confession time of our <laughs> podcast. Speaking where, of confessing, guys. All right. So um, there's, this, there's, this, there's this idea that, that God is faithful and mm. just and he will forgive. This idea, this truth. And, and he will purify. <laughs> well, in the verses that we were, we okay. were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's look at Psalm 86. Oh, you really are just going to flip back and forth. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, after this, we're we're gonna get all New Testamenty. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the warning. Yeah. Eighty six five. I remember. Eighty six five. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Yeah. Yeah. God is. God oh, is good. good and forgiving. <laughs> I mean, hmm. I mean, we just told He's a gracious. long we just told a long story that shows that God is good and forgiving. Um, yeah. A gentle rebuke from a fifteen year old boy. Yeah. I mean, and it was an honest question yeah, at the time, but right? It, but like, it was good. And, it was and a what review, was that? <laughs> and, and what was that? What was it for? To put us back into community yeah. where we could heal. Because and we he did. is abounding in the steadfast yeah. love and yeah. it was great. And we have we have great affection for that church and, oh, such and affection. the ministry there. And and we were we were there for quite a quite a while. Mm. We we our kids thrived there. Our kids grew up there. Our, our faith yes. was our faith in uh, ministry and, and church. Uh, gospel service as pastors was restored there it was. It was. and and it was so good and uh um it's because god is is good and, and he's, he's forgiving and he's abounding in steadfast yeah. love he yes. wants to work incrementally day by day in our hearts to bring us to that hmm. spot where we are uh you know overcoming overcoming sin and yeah. we know that forgiveness rests on us and in us. Okay, let's jump all the way to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. And in this one, as you read it, the, the question is, um, what's what's the basis for being forgiven? The basis. Okay, yeah. so 
Uh, it was Ephesians, sorry. 1-7. I'm just going to ask you three times every time. Okay? Right. So just be ready. Ephesians 1-7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Yeah. So? In him. Yeah. Only, only in Jesus, in through him, his blood, do we have forgiveness. By his grace. By his grace. Again. The riches of his grace. Uh, right? The so overcoming abundant. of temptation we talked about last week mm. is by his power. Yeah. And now when we actually stumble, mm-hmm. which is our part, yes. when we succumb to sin, that's our part, and then when we're forgiven, it's, it's by back to his God's. grace. <laughs> it's his grace, right? Sensing a pattern we're here. We're playing a game of tennis and we are in the side <laughs> that you do not want to yeah. be on, right? That we're <laughs> yet on here the, we are. Yet here we are. It's, it's by his blood. By his redemption, according to the riches of his grace. Mm. It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then in case you missed it, Jesus. It's Jesus. <laughs> That's how we are forgiven. Um, and then if we hop over to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 12. Keep your finger in Ephesians, though. Keep my fingers in Ephesians? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um. Hebrews ten twelve. Okay, Hebrews ten twelve. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. Mm. All is, time. One is, offering, all time. Jesus on the mercy seat. Mm. Done. Once. Um, and I've said that, I said this last week too. We're preaching through Hebrews. Well, we just did this passage not too long ago. We just did it not too long ago. And, and uh, when Christ screams out at the cross because this coming Friday is is Good Friday. Mm. It's finished. This is what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. This is this the totality. It's not just that the lamb has been slaughtered and the blood has been shed, but the perfect lamb is Jesus. The high priest is Jesus. <laughs> the altar is Jesus. Who's the star here, guys? The <laughs> temple curtain is torn in two yeah. so that through Jesus yeah. we have access to God. <laughs> it, the Holy Spirit... Oh in Jesus' name, has been released into the world to edify, encourage, and lead, and guide, and teach us, us, empower us. Mm. All of it is all done, and it says he sat down, which is the one thing Mm. that the high priests never did. When they Mm. went into the Holy of Holies, there was too much to do, and they had to get back out because their sinful lives might mean that God would strike them dead while in there because of the fact that the sacrifices needed to be done to cover them for their blood. So literally, when they went in and did the sacrifices, they're looking at it going, if I have a stray thought that is sinful, it's not covered, I might die. Yeah, like how terrifying would that job be? So you could never get married. Did they get married? Focused on the job. Because honestly... Do only that (laughs) and get out. And yes, priests got married, so... I'm just thinking, like, so how many times does a marriage reveal our true hearts, right? Like, I think you see the worst. You might you see the best, but you you definitely see me at my worst. No. No, everyone else, you know, they don't ever see that. I can hide from well, them. Everybody's I, like, you're so sweet. I can't. Ha- are you a, saying I'm not? No, no I'm like, just kidding. Today at church, today at church, oh. I had somebody say, oh, that you, I, I don't know, I was telling a story about you. Of course and, you were. And uh, they said, oh, she's such a sweetie. And I'm like, eh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of the You're time. Like, well, sometimes, you see that side. Sometimes she's like a grizzly bear that just woke up, and yeah. you took the sh- you took the fish away from it, and it is not really happy about That's it. That's fair. And yeah, you definitely see me at my worst. Yeah. You receive the worst of it. And then you know, 
I yeah, you get to see the worst of me. So it's I that's do. what it is. Um, yeah, but it's all it's all about Jesus. So um, sorry, sorry. What one are we reading now? Another, I don't, another Ephesians. There we go. Yeah. No, no, no. Hebrews ten twelve. I forgot where we were. Oh, you um, told me that. The single sacrifice, right? It's all Jesus. Once, done. one time for, for all. all time. He got, is now at the right hand of God the Father. Yeah, and what's he doing there? Sitting. Sitting. Oh, he's praying for us, interceding on our behalf. Interceding on our behalf for what? For us to live and Mm. walk in forgiveness and freedom freedom and and victory. All of these things that we've been talking about for these last few weeks. Uh, Hebrews 10, 17. Oh, we're back in Hebrews. You confused me there. Well, then we're going to go to it. Then he adds, I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. No more. No more. No more. No more of that, right? Uh, this is why it's foolishness for us hmm. to keep beating ourselves hmm. up over past sins. Yes, yes, that's right? something we like to do, isn't it? Now, if there's a struggle that is current and we're trying to work our way through it, yeah, no, okay. right? Yeah, it makes there sense is a struggle to deal there, and that's okay. But if there's something <clears throat> deep past in your past that you, you know, whatever, have overcome and it's not an issue, we don't have to wear it like some kind of. You know, it doesn't have to be like the flag we carry right. just to warn people like, hey, no. one time I did this thing. Right. Um, it may be edifying. Or I used to be it like may, this. It may be edifying to the body to, for them to hear, for, like for other, testimony. other believers as a testimony, how through hmm. Jesus you overcame. Right. But we don't have to beat ourselves up over we it. We don't have to live in the shame Jesus, and the guilt. No. Right here says, yeah. I don't remember it. I don't remember it no more. I'm not calling it up. See, we don't understand that because we don't forget. Yeah, see, we Typically. don't forget. So here's here's it's hard to here's forget. here's my crack at how this is going to work, right? Okay. So God the Father, when we get to the end and we come to judgment, God the Father is going to actually call the account for the sins. Right. Right. And and okay. when Jesus says He didn't remember our sin no more, why is that? Because He's paid for it. Hmm. Yeah. Right. If you were to he think about all he, of the yeah. things that you have paid for, do you remember them all? Oh, that's fair. You know what? Even just yesterday, I asked the boys how much something cost because I was going to e-transfer, and and they both were like, "I don't know." And when I pay for something, I don't remember. I have to look it up. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, yesterday <laughs> I was doing. Well, I uh, or, tend to. Yeah. Remember. Yesterday I was doing a funeral, and oh, I had yeah. to get into my Amazon. Oh yeah. Uh, music account to play the playlist, and it was getting close to time, and it was sending a. a, a, a the code that I needed to the phone, but not my current phone to the last phone. But because oh, I'd asked like phone for number, the code, yeah, oh, I see. Because I'd asked for the code, I couldn't change the phone number. I can't get in, so <laughs> I actually had to call Amazon. Yes, yes, yes. And I got people showing up, and the playlist oh, isn't goodness. doing the right thing, and I'm losing my mind. And you know what? what the you know what the safety questions were? What's your address with okay. the postal code? Easy, not a easy. I hope easy. you know that off the top answer of my those. Head. <laughs> Uh, the the next question was what are the what's the credit card on the file? Okay, you should be able to answer that. No problem. Nailed it. Good. Good what job. are the five last things specifically oh that you bought on Amazon? <laughs> specifically, she actually said specifically. Yeah. So or he? then I said, I don't, I don't know. I buy a lot of books about Jesus. Oh, that's really funny. Because I'd already told her as a pastor, and I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, um, that's not that's not good enough. That's not and good I'm like, enough. Oh, what are you talking about? It's you not do, good enough. You do get a lot of books actually I do. on Amazon. You want to know the funny thing? When I finally got it all worked out and she sent me the code and I got in and yeah. then funeral was over and it was great. Oh yeah. And, and you looked. It's good stuff. And I went and looked. Just curious. Not a single book in the last five purchases. Oh. There was some car parts and a, a yes, the, and you a, should have known that. a neck adjustment thing, <laughs> and some neck. collagen and oh. some. Really? Um, collagen? That's funny. That's mine. 
No, I don't even remember. But no, was, I think but, there might have been one book, but I don't no, think it nope. was a book. Yeah, it wasn't a theology book. It wasn't a theology book about Jesus. So <laughs> That's really I was funny. pretty much a liar. I mean, I should oh, have probably been locked out, but... I don't remember what I bought. Yeah, that's fair. Like, that's who does, point. right? Because, like you said, you paid for it. So Jesus has on. paid for the sin. It's done. And he's paid finished. for a lot of them. When you think of hmm. everyone who calls on his name and all the sins that have ever been committed by all of them, he's paid for all of them. He remembers the sin no more. But when we come to judgment, God the Father will remind us of our sin so that we can again understand how much it cost Christ hmm. when he drank so the top of his wrath. We don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Because he's paid for yes, it. Yes, yes. So Christ's blood covers us and that sin is forgiven. It is not held against us as an offense by Christ. Right. But it's paid. Yeah. We do and ha- God we don't the have Father to do will anything. say, how are you going to reconcile all this? Mm. And Jesus will say, I did it. Yep. Got it. It was me. He's good. Yeah. She's good. They're mine. They're mine. Mm. Okay, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. 32. This is the last one. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Yeah, and mm. be kind and compassionate. Yeah, I like that one to too. one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Mm. That reminder. Just remember, you were forgiven in Christ. And this is where it gets hard, right? Because okay. this is to one another. Yes. This isn't be kind and compassionate with Jesus. Right. Who loves us so much Jesus and doesn't is, ever Jesus wrong us. Jesus is kind and compassionate <laughs> to us and we continually sin and cause him mm. pain mm-hmm. and hurt. But when we cause pain and hurt in this world, we'll be kind and compassionate to one another. So when that brother or sister in the church offends you, yeah, kind and compassionate, not angry and demanding. And forgiving. You hurt my feelings. We got to work this out. Right. Not how it works. Me, me, me. Hey. Hmm. Maybe you weren't aware of this, but you hurt my feelings. Right. Now, I forgive you. Yes. But we got to get past this. Yeah. Right. Because my heart's hurt. My heart's sore. Whatever. However we do it, we have to have a demeanor of compassionate kindness, which should flow out of us because we deserve not compassionate kindness from Christ. But yet that's what we get. So we get that thing. And, and this is where I was talking about we've got this idea of forgiveness. And, and some people really wrestle with it. And sometimes it's we're going to have to go back to people who have hurt us. And sometimes we're going to have to look at them and say, hey, you hurt us. You hurt me. And this is how. And they might say, I don't care. I know. They might say, I didn't even know. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's or they right. they might have said, I remember that. You got me on a bad day when I was just looking to hurt somebody because I'd been hurt. mm you know, you never know how it's going to go. Some people are going to want to reconcile and, and work it out. But our thing is to not, we don't get told, we don't get told like be compa- kind and compassionate to the people who are reasonable with you when it comes to hurts and offenses right. and sins, but be judgmental and right. holding a grudge to yeah. those who don't. Well, and it also doesn't say like only we, forgive those yeah. that want to be yeah. forgiven. Like, And then this is where we get the idea of forgive and forget, right? The idea, We yeah. put these two together and we realize Hey, there's kind and compassionate, and Jesus doesn't remember our sin. Right. And if we're supposed to be kind and compassionate like Jesus to everybody else, and Jesus doesn't forget our sin, then or remember doesn't our re- sin. I think, no, he doesn't, doesn't remember it. our sin. Right. Then maybe I shouldn't remember my sin. And that's not. I'm not. I'm going to say this uh, as nicely as I can. There are a great number of people in the world who have been offended in a great, deep, grievous ways. 
yeah. uh, by people. And that means sometimes that you do have to do take steps to protect yourself. Absolutely. Protect your family, protect your, your spouses or whatever it might mm-hmm. be, however it might mm-hmm. be. Um, so, you know, thinking specifically, uh, you know, abuse situations, all of those kinds of things. Right. Uh, there are times where mm. forgetting the sin is not an option. No, right. That's absolutely um, true. Being kind and compassionate might mean not having relationship anymore. Right. Because you can't be kind and compassionate because of the grievous offense, which probably involved, you know, police, lawyers, or, all those kinds of things, right? So there's, the there's hurts, other pieces yeah. to this. That's right. But then there is the... Are we you, are still told to forgive. We are told to forgive. Which is a... So sometimes, though... We, you know, we are all told, you know, another verse that we could have brought up was turn the other cheek. And, oh, yeah. and like I've told people multiple times, it's just up to you to, on the math. How many cheeks are you going to turn? Because mm. um, Jesus didn't say turn again, which he could have said. No, that's Turn right. away, which means it's an infinite number of times. But he said turn the other cheek. Keep turning which, around. Yeah. Which if we're talking cheeks... You got two on the face. Two on the face. And then if you want to get creative and give more options, you <laughs> yeah, got to start you'll... counting more cheeks. Of course, you always go there. <laughs> right? So, and that's that's the thing. Yeah. But what we are to do is mm. be kind and compassionate. Yeah. Which means we don't heap that upon people. And sometimes if it's a situation where it is so grievous that you can't get past it, then it might mean that you have to change right. relationship standing with people and just be like, and that's okay. I can't be kind of compassionate to you face to face. Yeah. So I need separation. I need distance. Right. But you can be kind and compassionate by not heaping hurt on them hmm. um, with your words and your deeds and your actions. Right. We don't seek, we don't seek to destroy other people. Right. Necessarily. And, confrontation and, and I know that there's, there's, a great number of situations where this gets very murky and hard to understand. Absolutely. We're and, just kind of barely touching not, the surface this here. This is not, yeah, I was just going to say, this is not, uh, this is, I'm not telling you how every situation no. has to be. I'm telling you the concept that Jesus has laid out with us for in Ephesians 4.23, right. which is we're going to be tender, kind, uh, tender-hearted, kind, um, just as Christ has forgiven us. We need to get to that spot, and he's going to work through those deep issues if you've got them yeah. uh, and, and bring you to a spot where you can. And he's also going to help you figure out how do you do that? Um, yes, that's right. And I, you know, sitting as a, a pastor and, and someone who does some biz- biblical counseling and all those kinds of things, I've sat across the, the room from a lot of people oh, yeah. with a lot of really hard, deep hurts oh. where I'm sitting there thinking, okay, like, is this a situation where I, I should be calling the police? Yeah. Um, do I need to, and working through all those things and, and it's hard to know how that works, but I do know this when we carry grudges, when Mm. we carry anger and when we carry that for long periods of time, Mm. it's detrimental to our hearts. It's detrimental to our minds and our relationship with others, others, but also with Christ because it's hard to, you know, it's hard to be in the relationship with Christ the way we need to be when we have have so much anger and hurt in our lives that we are just unwilling to surrender to him That's right. and let him work. And, and I mean, in this podcast, my wife admitted she sat in church and cried for months. Hmm. There yeah. was hurt. Hmm. But there is healing, and it wasn't easy, and it took time. Yes. But it took a kind, tender-hearted person who, yes, we removed ourselves, 
and then we let God work on us to the point where, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of those relationships have been restored a little bit. Some, some of them have been removed yeah. from the situation, right? So, yeah. well, and, and in those moments, my obedience and in, in just going to church and and staying committed to Jesus, even though I didn't <clears throat> want to, and even though I hate crying and it's embarrassing. And I still, I'm just not a crier typically. Um, I would cry. And then after after a while, God sent me a, a friend, a good friend. And she would just sit beside me. She wouldn't talk. She'd just sit with me. And then that turned into a beautiful friendship that yeah. uh, is, I hope, will just continue for the rest of our lives. But Yeah. Um, yeah and, that's, was, and that's how it works, yeah, right? Yeah. And what was she doing to you? She mm-hmm. was being kind. And compassionate. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like she was doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Right. And in that, it allowed you to become kind and tenderhearted again, which right. is a good thing. Right. That's um, right. Yeah. So walking in, in an assurance of knowing that we are forgiven hmm. can actually help us to become forgiving. Yes. And that is a good thing. That is. Hey, thanks for joining us today uh, with our conversation. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe or leave a like or comment on our social streams or even tell other people about us maybe share it get it get the word out there we appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested uh, you can find us online at discipleship.ca on uh, uh, facebook instagram uh, have a great day hope you can join us next time until next time